What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Today we're going to be having a conversation all about weight. Is it good? Is it bad? We'll find out in just a bit. Let's go. Now, recently, our health minister has advised everybody to take care of their health because, you know, just in case if you catch the virus, uh, your body immune system could probably help and you know, fight against it. But uh, that doesn't mean you don't need to go out and take the vaccine. Go out and get the vaccine. And uh, in addition to that, you know, go out and exercise, you know, make sure your weight's in check, make sure your eating habits in check. So, you know, your body is the at the most fittest, you know, uh, position ever you know, to combat this whole pandemic. But, you know, with that being said, I have a very special person today that is very specialized in a certain field that uh, I would say, you know, everybody kind of turns a blind eye to. I think a lot of people should basically be a little bit more aware to this. Ladies and gentlemen, we have here on the show, and I, I love what we've been doing so far. This whole entire month, we've been talking about healthcare. We've been having different, different uh, specialists come on the show to talk about how everybody can really make the most of their healthcare. Ladies and gentlemen, today on the show, we have Dr. Mustafa, welcome. Yay. <laughs> I can hear it. Yes, that's right. I have an audience over here. I paid them more 50 cents each to clap really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, welcome to the show. How have you been, man? Hi, good morning, Jinny. How are you? I, well, I'm okay. I mean, like, uh, everything's going back to normal. Uh, you know, we, we've, been, okay, we've been completely silent for four months. So my line of work a lot, uh, requires us to go out and shoot stuff. So when we were having a four-month holiday, uh, it's quite good to come out and finally do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rather than sit at home and rot. But uh, other, other than that, I mean, everything is fine. Everything is okay. Um, but, you know, for the benefit of our listeners, uh, Dr. Mustafa, would, could you please, you know, introduce yourself and let us know what it is you do? Okay. Uh, hi, good morning, everybody. My name is uh, Mustafa. I am a general surgeon and I'm subspecialized in a few areas. That will be mainly the, what we call the esophagus and the stomach. And uh, under that is actually we do all the type of uh, surgeries, cancer surgeries, uh, reflux surgery, anything related to the abdomen GIT. Um, I do a lot of subspecialty of what you call hernias. And, um, and the most important subspecialty is bariatric. What is bariatric is actually is a weight reduction surgery. Right. And that is actually as a solution for weight. So basically we are not people who are doing surgeries only. We do uh, diet counseling, we do like lifestyle modification, and of course we do surgeries as well. Yeah, but of course we we, we we can't really like, you know, we can't really like confuse people and say, oh, just because just because you want to lose weight, just go see doctor. I mean, obviously when we all lose weight, we have to exercise first, lah. But you know, yeah. <laughs> if it is, you know, even greater measures, that's where you see the doctor. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I, I, know, no, but, I know I cut you off, yes. But, but, but they have to understand. I mean, when we talk about number one, actually, the wrong concept people that understand, why should I exercise? I'm, yeah. not, I'm not weight, I don't have any extra weight. The concept we don't need to exercise in order for us to lose weight, never being the exercise for you to lose weight. Exercise is actually to speed up the process, to shape you up better, to maintain your weight. So, basically, exercise is to improve your heart pumping, your immunity system. You know, you need. 
up to this moment, there are some people they're scared to go out because you know they are worried. If you go, out. you have to understand, you can get the virus in the air. You can get it in yeah. your home as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's basically how can you protect yourself? This is where it comes to your lifestyle, the type of food that you eat, exercise that will help you a lot, your mindset. Yeah. Because we need a lot of positivities here. You know, yeah. people are being affected badly by this pandemic thing. Uh, people, they lost their job, they lost their actually clients, they lost a lot of things. But that new norm actually came out with a new people as well. Mm-hmm. We've come out with a new ideas as well. Uh, we didn't, now we're not being very good with this online thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Since ever like this, COVID, we've done, it was, let's say, for example, we start to do like international conference. We need to invite people whatsoever now like that. Mm-hmm. One not one week we do conference over the weekend, done in one hour. It's something new. It's something new. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's something it new. is. It is. Yeah. So, so today, you know, the, the reason why we're having having a chat with you today is because we're talking about a topic that you know sometimes people tend to use it as a joke. You know, they tend to use that term as like, ah, you're 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 obese, obesity. Okay, obesity is often you know not commonly discussed about amongst uh, people. It's more of like uh, we know about the word obese. But do we really know, you know, what obesity is all about? So, doctor, what is obesity? Okay, now, now the first of all, out of this, ethically, we cannot tell the people you are obese. Yes. You cannot do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, because this is actually, uh, number one is ethically is not nice. Mm-hmm. So, what we do, okay, uh, we can tell in a common term, gumu. Mm-hmm. Your weight is actually, oh, you look a bit more than them before. Whatsoever. But the wrong thing is, is tend to be like a, a normal thing. Like the people, they accept themselves when they are obese. And the worst than that, when the people start to deny that, they will start to deny that they are obese. It's what the problem. I can, I'm chubby. I'm good. I'm, no, that's not good in matter of health. Now, the thing is, you have to have to understand you have a battle in your life. You yep. have um, a timing for your life. If you're not going to match that time frame, eventually you will end with one of these illnesses. You like it or you don't like it. That will be in your heart. That will be in your lung. That will be in your joints. That will be in your back. And not talking about having like all this uh, medication. And now what you call medical illnesses like diabetes, hypertension, and so on. Now, give you some scary numbers. Yep. In Malaysia, the obesity per se or the overweight, now talk about obesity because this is actually a definition of the obesity. I'm not talking about overweight because overweight is just when you have a bit of weight between 10 to 15 kilos above your weight. Now I'm talking about truly obesity. It is almost like 43% of the population in the obesity category. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now Malaysia is actually come to the fact they are second in Southeast Asia in obesity for oh. adult obesity and for childhood obesity, um, uh, we are actually uh, heading also to number two. Now, if you go back in 2016, in Southeast Asia, Malaysia was number one in obesity. And for childhood obesity, we are number two after Brunei. So oh, wow. this is actually, yeah, this is, uh, can you imagine? Uh, we are talking about 40 plus percent. That's you, out of 10 people sitting, four of them, they have the obesity issue. That's yeah, it's a, it's a lot because, oh man, okay, look at, you know, when I was younger, right? I went, okay, so I got cousins in Singapore, okay? okay? When I went to Singapore, um, okay, look, when I was young, I would say about maybe six, seven years old, I, I was a bit chubby. But I, I was chubby because, you know, baby fat and stuff like that. But when I went there, uh, I got to know from my cousin 
that Singapore, uh, actually, if any individual or any student was above a certain weight threshold, they will start sending them for an outward bound camp. They will start sending them for exercise to make sure that they bring their weight down, that they're healthy and stuff like that. And that was to combat weight gain or overweight students. And also, I mean, maybe because it was to prepare them to go for their... Uh, the what was it? What what service are the um, the army service the army the, service? Yeah, the army service and stuff like that and stuff like that. So so you know uh, you know last time I remember when I was young I was always understood I always understood that Singapore was a very fit country. But now to hear from you that our country, forty three percent you know of Malaysians are uh, you know are supposedly obese. That's that's a very worrying number because yeah. obesity leads to very very complicated uh health complications right i mean yeah, like yeah, what I'm, could obesity lead to okay i mean now you have to understand not only that actually out of all there are some few studies they found actually they took all the asian countries and they took one disease let's say for example let's say we talk about diabetes mellitus they yep. found for malaysian to they take same age group same weight and they are taking the same medication they found the most difficult to control the their disease is actually malaysian in a matter of diabetes why is that because the food habit, yeah, <laughs> ah, the food. <laughs> I mean, the varieties is there, but yeah. the problem is is actually you have sometimes okay, you have to balance. You cannot always be always into one category. You cannot be always into Italian food. The nice food. There are a lot of nice healthy food as well. Right? You can have a lot of nice meals whatsoever. Now, what is the we if we talk about obesity per se? What is come behind it? there are more than 65 major illnesses that can come from obesity. You are talking about 65 major illnesses. I'm not talking about minor illnesses, major. And okay, so just to ask you there, from this, okay, I know major sounds like a very, it is a big word. From these 65 major illnesses, are all 65 major illnesses fatal or not? Um, Eventually, a lot of them, they can be fatal. Eventually. So, I oh. mean, you, you have to understand, people, when they take it as obesity, you said, oh, I'm doing very well, I'm very good. So they take it like an, a matter of physical performance. Yeah. That is not the issue. Understand, there are a lot of things ha- happening inside you because of that obesity, which eventually, it will shorten your life stay. It will make you more prone to other diseases. Right. You will have a poorer recovery compared to others. Now, mm-hmm. in COVID time, a lot of the death cases, you other Elderly, they have a lot of medical problem, obesity. These are the main three people who actually died because of the COVID. Yeah. And this is where, you know, actually is because it, it will look from outside something, but from inside, it will eat you from inside. And this is where you have to think differently when it has come to overweight and obesity. Okay. okay. Doctor, I, 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 I'm quite interested in this because when is someone obese? Like, mm-hmm. like, okay, I remember I went for a doctor's checkup. I'm a little, I'm over, because some people, they're tall. And then because they're super tall, like me, <laughs> you, you know, yeah, okay, you got let, a bit of extra. Let me sit like got, that. I look taller, right? <laughs> yeah, some people, you know, when they say that they're overweight or, you know, some people are a little bit overweight than usual. Then the way they console themselves is, ah, it's okay because I'm tall, you know? I'm okay to be a little bit overweight because I'm tall. So, you know, you don't, they, they op, people immediately think that obesity 
uh, means that, you know, it's a point of no return where you're someone who's like super, super, you know, super, super overweight. But when I went for a doctor's checkup, uh, I think quite recently, maybe about six months ago, um, when I, when I, yeah, the cholesterol, they, they said that I am borderline obesity. And, but if you look at me, I don't look like someone, you know, who would people be labeled as obesity. But, you know, the doctor did say, hi, I think you're borderline uh, obese. Uh, might, I mean, potential, potential going there, you know, cholesterol is high. So you might want to bring your weight down and change your lifestyle a bit. So when is someone obese? You know, people don't, people fail to realize that they always think that, oh, I see a really fat person, that person's obese. This person, a little bit overweight. Nah, nah, nah. Okay, so when do we actually, you know, diagnose someone as obesity? All right, that's a very good question. So now, uh, when, when we come to obesity, let's define it. Okay, so if we define the obesity, it's come actually by the BMI, body okay. mass index. And this is the combination of higher height and weight. There is an equation behind it. Mm-hmm. And when we define a person who is obese, when we have the BMI more than 35, and for the Asian, because of the short stature, then it is more than 32.5. And when you are talking about this, this is a BMI per se. And right. now we have another category. We call it mm-hmm. actually two types of obesity. We have mm-hmm. global obesity. We mm-hmm. have central obesity. So from the global obesity that you are big from the head to toe. So you all one piece, you are big. So this we call okay. the global obesity. Central right. obesity, when it's basically you have only in the belly part, in the center part. And that is actually ah. is more, more dangerous. Why? Oh. Because, yes, because central obesity and I always say, oh, this is my money, my investment, prosperity. This is actually, <laughs> I'm sorry for that, but I, I would like to say some bad word, but that is, that is ultimately very bad. Because this, these are the type of people they will end with major problem, like I would say diabetes, hypertension. Okay, if you follow, very recently I viral one topic that yeah. doesn't mean you are corrus, that means you're poro tichi. That mean, doesn't mean the stomach smaller, uh, you are smaller than the stomach smaller, doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you, you don't have another medical problems. It's right. basically what I tell, even sometimes when you are in the overweight category, you are not in the super obese. So let's say, for example, mm-hmm. that as you said, just now, not so big, still you may have a lot of medical problems. That is actually depend on your fat distribution. And that's right. what we call, we call it hip to the waist ratio. So the, the, the comparison between your waist area to your hips. So it's basically, you are just describing, are you centrally obese or not? I see. The central I obesity see. is the killer. If let's say, for example, the taller you are, the, yep. it, you don't look like big because you know why? Because everything distributes over your body. The shorter yep. you are, the things look there. Uh, then when it is there, that's what give you the problem. Anything can affect in the body system I and mean, meaning of pressure, this will end in a problem. We have to understand the fact that we have is actually store toxins. The fact that we have is actually secrete hormones as well. The fact mm. that we have in female, that fat can secrete hormones, estrogen can affect their ovary, they cannot get pregnancy, they can get ovarian cancer, they can breast cancer, only from that fat. Understand oh, wow. that this is where we are gonna talk about the major illnesses. So it's yeah. no joke to have a bit of weight here and there. So you always try to idealize your weight as much as you can. May not be easy. This is where you have to need the advice and need a counseling or whatever. Not everybody needs surgery. We, ha- we do have a lot of people that have dietary counseling, lifestyle and everything. How we maintain yeah. our weight is the same actually, is you take care of your food, exercise a bit, 
I finished yesterday five case surgeries. I have to go to the gym. Uh, this oh. is my lifestyle. So I get mm. used on that. I get those, if I don't exercise, I get like sick. Understand? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, but I think a lot of people, uh, okay, so what, what I gather from that is like uh, the body mass index, which is the thing that you stand on the, the weighing scale and you hold this, hold yeah, that, you know, yeah, something or something. Yeah, so, Okay, so I remember I checked mine. I think my currently my body, my BMI is 27%. It used to be 24%. Now it's 27%. Mm. Oh, actually, it used to be 29%. Then then I've been exercising. You know, I've been ever since, like, you know, I went for the checkup. I've been exercising. I managed to bring it down to like 20, 25 to 27. So it, it fluctu- does it fluctuate that fast, the BMI? Is it because uh, I have like I have like a, a weighing scale that basically calculates your BMI at home? Okay, so now your height never change, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's yep. like true. So is the one is fluctuating is your weight. Now is the fluctuation in your BMI in two degrees between twenty five to twenty seven. That's mean your weight easily between five to seven eight kilos. This is the variation, and that is right. too wide. That's too wide. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you, okay. you need to keep it between one or two kilos up and downs, and this is where let's say for example depend. I mean, we even when we give diet counseling whatsoever, it's okay. When it has come to holiday, then it is holiday. You go and enjoy. But now there is no holiday. Everybody is sitting home. So basically, you should you should not have a lot of external factors that is actually affect you. The problem once you let it go, it will go off eventually in a very bad direction. So you need to control it. You find. Where is the problem? So that's why every patient we do counseling for them, there will be yep. one point they actually they are missing in their life. Give them the advice and they are really looking for it, then they can make it. Now, we cannot blame our genetics. We cannot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we don't accept that. In medically, that in Malaysia, for example, is very common. I mean, everybody blames the genetics, everybody like that. No, it is actually the family style. The family right. style, it could, it will follow whatever actually the cooking style, the lifestyle, then it's no one born obese. No one. No right. one. Okay? If you come from the illnesses, or let's say, for example, genetically can cause uh, weight increase or whatsoever, there is only one person. Only okay. Out of the whole population. Right, right, right. No, yeah. I, okay. The next question I want to ask because you see, right, there are some people who are a little bit overweight, but they are very active. Okay, they 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 go running, they go cycling and stuff like that, but they don't lose the weight. They 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 still they still no active are active enough. No active yeah. enough. Okay, and you and they, and they, uh, and the thing is, they 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 tend to always think that oh, it's okay because I may be overweight or I may be fat, I may have a very very big belly and stuff like that. But you know, I'm always constantly exercising, I'm always constantly uh sweating, so they think it's okay. Is that the right? Is that the right mentality and the right mindset to go with or not? No. Now we know we you have to keep in mind that when the age change, okay, yep. the metabolism will go down. All right. Yeah. But then when the age change, also the food also will change. Now, how mm-hmm. to keep yourself safe is actually by keep yourself the closest to your ideal weight. The closest, the closer you are to your ideal weight, the better you are. Okay. Okay. How does okay? So I mean, like obviously, you can Google lah. What is your ideal weight lah? Okay. You know, very, I give height. you very very simple trick. Okay. okay. I okay. Your height. Okay. I give you an example. I am one seven eight hundred seventy eight centimeter. Take out the hundred. Okay. So left 78. So the 78 plus minus five, that will be your ideal weight. Simple. Oh. This is, this is not, not correct equation. 
We have okay, uh, like... we have okay. a, a, a equation we call it Harris Benedict. You know Benedict, the one you eat. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, yeah. Harris, uh, Harris Benedict is actually is is the equation we use it for the uh, true BMI calculation, the ideal weight. Right. But this would contain the age factor, a lot female, the pregnancies or so. But make it very simple. Hundred out right. your way, that would be like mine. Let's say seventy-eight plus minus five. That would be like that. So I'll be I from see. seventy-two to eighty-two. That would be my so, ideal. Yes. Okay. So so I'm hundred and eighty. So okay, I should be seventy-five, simple. seventy-five yeah. to eighty. Yeah, uh, seventy-five to eighty-five. Seventy-five. To 75. Hey, uh, I mean, I, I weighed myself this morning. I'm eighty-five, so I should give myself a big <laughs> round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still like, look, I, I'm still working. I'm still working on on bringing that weight down because you know, um, when you are overweight, you it doesn't only just affect you physically. It also yeah. affects you mentally as well, and I, I I believe that you know you will agree to this as well. So when it comes to now, I know I know you talked about the major illnesses. So, so before I, I go on to the next question, what are some of the major illnesses that you know people should be really aware about when they're obese and that they are most likely to basically uh, catch? Okay, uh, now the common sense that always you find it is actually your cholesterol, your hypertension, yep. diabetes. Now, you see, when it is come, let's say, for example, now the cholesterol eventually will end with affect your blood vessels. And these are blood vessels. And when you are your age after 50, then you are much more than other people that you are prone to strokes. Oh. Okay. So that's why I talk about brain stroke, heart stroke, brain stroke. You are talking about paralysis, not moving whatsoever. So this is one of the major. Now, it's mm -hmm. actually one of the things that which you find it very, very, very common all the people they have masala, the the weight is actually they snore snoring that's actually and the snoring is, mm -hmm. is some sort of obstructive sleep apnea now for patient is a noise for the family is something annoying but for yeah. us is actually is a pressure in the lungs and heart which is eventually will end with heart failure now i i tell you i i have i received one patient last last two weeks mm -hmm. i couldn't operate her she is a uh, 200 plus kilo, all right? Mm -hmm. And and you find that actually there is darabuku, you know, clot is actually yeah, yeah. in the main artery that's supplying the lung and everything is like just a bump. That patient can mm -hmm. die any moment. So okay. the problem, those patients, they reach to the level, even we cannot help them. And this is a, okay. this is a, this is the bigger problem. Okay, wow. some of the things that you can find, let's say for example, which people they don't resign. Oh, they have. I have a bit of diabetes, but I control the diabetes. But you will find yep. when you have a diabetes with obesity, the first organ yep. will be really fail very fast is your kidneys. Oh wow! You, you, okay. So your kidney function always will be less and less. And now this has come to the fact. Now see people they can easily take a lot of simply medication, kuru's, uh, mm -hmm. all this, and they try to lose their weight by all this medication, which is we know very well that are not all of them very safe. So, I see. Um, yes, and, and when we go to the next level, then we are, we are talking about cancer. Now, by all okay. means, all the type of cancer, the prevalence is higher in obese people in general. Okay. In general. Okay. Okay. Mm. I, I want to, okay, sorry. I, I, something that caught my attention, you talked about uh, Ubat Kurus. Like, you know, mm. uh, there's a lot. Okay, seriously, the minute you start Googling how mm -hmm. to lose weight, 
your Facebook page is going to start pushing you all these like pills and like uh, diet lifestyle changes, all these plans, you know, uh, all these uh, detoxing and stuff like that. What works and what doesn't work? Should oh. one person actually succumb to all these advertising? Like, okay, uh, diet pills, number one. Detox, like, you know, eat all those bars, those energy bars that basically detoxes your body and makes you go like, you know, cheret beret for like two days. <laughs> Do those things work or not? Are those things like advisable to be taken or not? Okay, um, now we have to come to the resources of all this. Um, of course, all this medication, you know, Malaysia, we are very strict in this. Everything has to be under KKM. So everything yeah. has to be, those people, they have to get license for it. So number one. Number two, it should be any of these things is come with some medical evidence base. And the problem, mm. I'm talking evidence base, that means they took this medication, they try it on animals, for example, or humans when they show, and they show there is actually this, this outcome whatsoever, which was none of them. None. Okay. Simply okay. none. And, yeah. and when it has come to us, as the, that's why you see uh, we cannot advertise for all these things because this is against our uh, ethics. And this in Malaysia, license. That means yeah. if I do something for all this commercially, they can pull off my license. So they are very right. strict in that sense. So basically, which one it works? Or all of them, they do have some base. But okay. the combination sometimes may not be perfect 100%. Understand. Okay. Let's say, for example, uh, I, I give you an example out of this, out, out of the Uba Cruz whatsoever. There was in a time, people who have renal stone, they use this. They call it hair tough, hair tough, T U F F. Mm -hmm. So basically, is is a herb where they actually they mix it with water and they just drink yep. it. It will actually will will all the you know kidney stones will go off yep. totally. Patient they know right. surgery, and okay. that was like something very high in a time. But they found mm -hmm. after five years, that medication will stay in the kidney and cause kidney failure. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I understand. Okay, okay. So, so, but that because it was uh, somehow, and, and we've never been experiment on animals whatsoever. So the experiment was the human themselves. Right. And, and this is the medical that come up there. So in order to get so, license, most of these actually, they are come from uh, KKM license. So it should be in a matter of safe. But... Too good to be true sometimes, you know? Uh, yeah, I know. So I think the best the best thing to do so, you know, if you have problem with your weight, I mean, like, if you have problem with your weight, I know people are just going to say, hey, just go out, exercise, la, just go out, eat less. La. It is okay to consult the doctor if you have problems bringing down your weight, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Because, because people tend to always think that, uh, oh, no, I'll go see doctor. We're so serious. You know, it's me. It's me. It's always mm. me. Mm. So, you know, people like, look, me, like, I would have never have thought just because I'm overweight uh, by like 10 kilos, should I need to go and see a doctor or have a doctor tell me that I'm overweight? So, I mean, like what I'm trying to say over here, that like it is okay for people to actually go and consult the doctor to help them with their weight loss, right? Yeah, yeah. it's actually because, you know, most of, of those patients, they eventually they are not going to see the doctor, going to see the dietitian. It's just a matter of their diet, actually. So it's more of dietary counseling. And, and you have to understand how clever you are, your body even more clever than you. So oh. when you try to do things, and that's why there are, even when we, when we do exercise, exercise also need counseling, you understand? Oh. You cannot, okay. you cannot just keep doing walking and running whatsoever. That doesn't work. You have to keep changing your exercises because basically your body also will get used on it. So it's like a good uh, routine. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. I give that you one like concept. A... Yeah, I yeah. give you one concept. 
One of the concepts, we call it body shocking. So those people, let's say we do like weight loss with them, once, but then they reach to a certain level, the weight stop. That's it. We do body yeah. shocking. What is body shocking? We give them two or three days, they just messed up their diet. Eat badly, no running, no exercise whatsoever. The body will get mm-hmm. shocked. Because okay. you change, we could be been trying eating very well, clean, clean all that time that he got used on it. That body is very clever. So he, now he knows what, how to go about it. So that's why you right. lose weight, then you got plateau. You want to lose that one kilo also cannot. Uh, then we do body shocking. Eat, 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 eat wrong. Then after that, give it two to three days, then you come back. Zop, the weight will go down. So is, uh. It, uh, is, it, okay, is it right to say that this is a way to hack your body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> I- <laughs> hack your body. It is, it is, it is, it is actually. Just make right. it go crazy, that's all. What is Ginny doing? My God. Uh. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's that's it. I, I've okay. It's good to hear it from you I because mean, these are yeah. things that I've read online. You know what yeah, I mean? Concepts we call it concepts, weight loss concepts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are a lot of it. Okay, like, now you see, for example, um, uh, everybody say, okay, I don't know what to do. I exercise. I eat only one a day. I don't know. Still, I don't know. That's the biggest mistake that you eat once a day because basically you are against your body language. Now you've been created by God that you have hormone that will increase your metabolism three times a day. That's with breakfast, lunch, and dinner to prepare yep. your body to eat without right. gaining weight, to, to prepare your body to get a nutrient without getting weight. But of course, if you every time the type of food that you eat is very wrong, then of yep. course, the, that, the body will cannot help it. And the second thing, when you don't eat, the body will understand that this fellow, who is he? Why he's not getting any, any food or energy? So what they will do the body? will lock all the fat burning mechanism. So instead right. of burning fat, the body They're will storing fat. storing fat because the body worry, you know, like you are in, you are in the desert, for example. You, this is the body knows, body doesn't see what you are seeing outside. So mm-hmm. this is actually, mm-hmm. you start to preserve fat. And that's why we say, you need to eat carb to burn the fat. Hey, oh. We thought to eat carb, if you eat carb, you get fat, right? Yeah, of course, yes. we are talking about amount of one fist. We are not talking about of one big plate, understand? Okay. So that's okay. why where the principle of eating is actually the three major things that when we it's come to weight loss. Number one, okay. cut sugar. Number two, let reduce your carbs. We never say cut carbs. You have to eat. And number three is actually you boost it with exercise. I see. That's very interesting. Yeah, because carbs has always been, uh, you know, people, I, I don't want rice or I don't want potatoes. You know, I don't want to eat. I'm, I'm going I'm to cut carbs because I want to lose weight. Uh, particularly, partic- I mean, like, I'm not, not going to say only females, but even myself also, I, I try not to eat rice. But these days, I do try to eat rice. I realized that if I went, there was one point in time, I completely cut out uh, rice. And I realized that my exercise, I was a lot weaker. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, you are right. Then, you are definitely right. <laughs> And that's where that's where I brought back I brought back the you know the spaghetti and the pasta and the rice and stuff like that. But you know, doctor, I just want to ask you this question. Now, what? Okay, before I want to before before I go into the topic of how you manage you know uh, patients who are obese. Number one, how does one person become obese? Because a lot of people tend to always think, or I'm not going to say that everybody thinks this way, but like for, for at least what I think is, people tend to think that oh, obesity 
is ingrown. That means like this person is fat from young. That's why he becomes obese. But I think people fail to realize that there are a lot of things that can cause one person to overeat. Uh, you know, depression can cause one person to overeat. And because they overeat, they will be overweight. And if they don't control it, they can be obese. So what causes, you know, uh, you know obesity? You know, is it uh, eating habits or is it the, the time you eat, the stuff you eat? You know, what are some of the bad practices that basically leads to obesity? Okay. Um, now, remember just now we mentioned no one born fat. Okay. Zero. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's it. Okay. Even if you do have a mother who have diabetes, diabetes during the pregnancy, the baby will come big, but eventually within one week, the baby will go back to the normal size. Okay, mm -hmm. now there is no medical problem or genetics that can cause, uh, we will talk about different genetics after this, that yeah. can cause obesity, except I said one person. There is, let's say, for yeah. example, this syndrome called Prada-Willi. Okay, you know mm -hmm. Prada, Prada the back, that this is called yeah. Prada Willi. It's easy okay. to remember. Now, Prada Willi is basically is the the loss of eating control and binging up to the vomiting. You know, eat, 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 eat. Then oh, they, then they vomit. Okay. Then they eat. They eat vomit. This is actually it is a combination of psychological and organic problem as well. But this is all, all only form. And most of those actually uh, happen in kiddies, okay, in the young mm -hmm. generation, and they are mentally, mm -hmm. they are not stable. You don't find them, they right. are normal people. They are only the handicapped and all these things. That's why you find a right. lot of handicaps that are big in size because they do have Prada Willi, like Mongolism and all these things. They do have some sort of that. Now, other okay. than that, it is two things. It is lifestyle and actually type of food. These are the two mm -hmm. things that is major do things. Now, how how this how this happened to people? Some people will say, oh, "I am lucky. You are uh, my body is like that." What's about? Some people are not lucky. Now, in genetics, we have three body types. Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna compare between you and you, me and you okay. after this. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Three body types: mesomorph, ectomorph, endomorph. All right. Mix okay, now, mesomorph, endomorph, and ectomorph. Okay. So now mesomorph okay. from the muscles, people who are Genetically, they have high muscle mass. Okay. Okay? Uh, and I'm going to tell you who. Ectomorph, those people, they are skinny, skin and bone. You know, they eat whatsoever, but they are still, uh, I mean, they are still the same. You know, they yeah. eat a lot, in, but they are still skin and bone. And the endomorph are those people who are easily can gain weight. Okay? They have yeah. the fat proposition in their body is actually mm -hmm. much higher than the muscle mass. Okay. And you have to understand whatever of this type, these are genetics. What I mean, mm -hmm. genie boy, you look like your uncle. You look like your father. This is your genetics. Mm. Understand? Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, this lady, she looks like her mom. Exactly. Copy paste her mom. Yes, she can, she can inherit her body type. So this we mm -hmm. call it the body type. Now, between these types, let's say, for example, you being Chinese, okay? So the most actually of the Chinese, the yellow race, that's me, Chinese, Korean, uh, Japanese, they are, most of them, they are mesomorph. They are blessed with that. They have, the muscle mass is high. Mm. Okay. okay. I'm Middle Eastern. Okay. We are, most of us, we are endomorph. Okay. Now okay. the endomorph, they easily can gain weight. Okay. Oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Who are endomorph? Like here. Melayu, Indian, okay. Pakistanis. They are mm -hmm. all endomorphs, which is basically mm -hmm. one pregnancy for the lady, boom, that's it. Okay. So now, if me, Mustafa, and Ginny Boy go to the gym, we exercise for three months. You definitely, yep. you can build a muscle better than me. 
Oh, really? Oh, yes. wow. Because okay. most of your race, they are more of mesomorph. Yes, this is genetics. Truly, this is genetics. We cannot change mm -hmm. our genetics because okay. they're Now, the worst thing when you have combination between races, and if the mm -hmm. two races, they are endomorph, boom, that's it. Okay. So let's say, okay. let's say, Melayu uh, married to Pakistani. Both of them, they yeah. are uh, endomorph. So that, that would be bloom. So those people, they are potentially, they can. But what is the curse behind that? Is those people, they need to take extra care of their body, okay? Because exactly. they have difficulty to do, but still there is solution. I'm endomorph, okay? But in from my family, my family, they are all big size, but mm -hmm. they still, they can control. But I, let's say, for example, I told you my height, 178, I still maintain my weight, 78, 79. I can bring it wow. down even. Uh, okay. And even okay. by being endomorph. But I give you but one short story. I've been mm -hmm. invited to one of this um, royal families outside Malaysia, not in Malaysia. Oh. And I went mm -hmm. to their house and, and they refused for me to go to a hotel. Okay. And they mm -hmm. want me because, you know, it's a big house. So I stay in their house. They don't have normal food. They have buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, wow. And, and there is a corner for the sweet, there is a corner for the drink, there is a corner for all this, like, you know, uh, cookies, whatsoever. Two yeah. days and a half, I stay there. I gained two kilos and a half. Oh, my goodness. Me, a myself. kilo a day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's, oh, man. Uh, okay, okay another, here's another question I like to ask. Okay, does sleep deprivation uh, contribute to weight gain as well? If you don't sleep, if you don't have a healthy sleeping cycle, does that actually contribute to weight gain as well? I give you the five things that you need in order to maintain the metabolism high, in order to maintain, right. which is basically on number one, regular meals. Okay, no skipping, okay. no replacement of meal. Number two, balanced food. Your food have all the elements. Number yes. three, good sleep, solid six to seven hours. Okay, depend on the age as well. Good mm -hmm. water, that will be also to the height, very percentage to the height as well. Right. Uh, like yourself, the taller you are, the more you need water. And the last thing mm -hmm. is actually good exercise. So these are the main mm -hmm. five principles. Regular meal, uh, balanced food, good sleep, good water, good exercise. I see. This now, is now, just, now, to maintain, yeah. just to maintain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now, now that we know, you know, what contributes to weight gain and the potential stuff, you know, when it comes to people who are already obese, all right, people who already have problem with their weight and stuff like that, how does one treat a patient who is obese? Okay. Now, now, this is also again is depend on the weight itself, the medical problems yep. or whatsoever. Now I'm a bariatric surgeon. Yes, I do surgeries to weight reduction surgery, cutting stomach, changing sleep, bypass whatsoever. But we change it into two types. Uh, one mm -hmm. is we call it pharmacological. One we call it surgical. Now okay. pharmacological is uh, these are the thing when we start to use some sort of uh, medication to help, and these medications that help them to suppress their appetite to boost their uh, what we call the metabolism. Uh, the unfortunate here, there are some of the doctors they using medication for, let's say, for diabetes, for thyroid, thyroid yeah, gland yeah. also in order because these things eventually increase metabolism. They use it to lose weight, which is not acceptable. Um, okay. Of course, we are not talking about dietary counseling and the weight and, and the exercise. That is actually definitely human. But I'm talking about definitive solutions. So we divide it for those people who have what we call marginal weight, they have 10, 15 kg. We start with them, diet counseling, exercise, and everything. And we give them something to boost their, their uh, uh, what we call their metabolism. Now, the good yes. thing about it, because 
all this type of medication nowadays, they are all very safe and you can use it for okay. far quite good sometimes. And I am actually one of those I use for my patients. And the mm -hmm. second thing is for those people who actually exceeded the reversal point, then when they are in obesity class two and above, or they have some medical problem and they have some physical disability, they're like, like uh, their knees, their back, they cannot exercise very yeah. much, then this mm -hmm. is where basically we have to go for something higher, which is the surgery uh, by all types. Yeah. I, I have uh, I had a, I have on my a friend uh, of mine that uh, did not go for surgery to remove the fat, but he exercised so he was actually obese, um, mm. and he admitted it, he, really big size. But he went to the gym and he worked out and he lost all that fat, but he had all that excess um, excess skin, the skin and excess everything. Do you do that as well? Do you no, know, do, that's no. that's that's basically under a plastic surgery. Uh, body contouring and everything this is under plastic surgery and 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 for the just for the info we don't uh, remove fat that remove fat we call it liposuction also under uh what you call plastic but this is mainly for uh, shaping up it doesn't do anything with your medical illnesses and all these things in bariatric surgery is different we basically aim to treat the illnesses and all the weight is part of them Right, right. So now that you treat all these patients, you know, you have like a, a consultation, you have a, a medication to help boost their metabolism. And then, of yes. course, you know, yes. when you go up to a bigger tiers, you have surgery and stuff like that. You know, in your opinion, what is the biggest challenge for every patient on the road to recovery from obesity? What's their biggest challenge? Um, it's actually the mindset. For sure. Ah, okay. okay. Because, you know, the, if you talk about surgery, it's not much because the surgery... It's something very, uh, I would say, is a very gentle laparoscopy. Do the surgery today, tomorrow go home. But the, yeah. the mindset, okay, the mental challenge that you control your diet, you, you try to devoid yourself from all the type of the unnecessary, like too oily, too fatty food. But you have to understand, end of the day, it is versus that you are gaining your health back. Okay, yes. I, I have a topic which I always emphasize. I will say health something to be earned so you have to work for your health if you don't yeah. have even even when it's come to the surgery sometimes if you see the patient they are not self-motivated i will tell them just don't do the surgery because you will struggle you will struggle because yeah. you like the food more than your health and yourself so but right. most of them is actually they reach to that when they come to the level they ask even for surgery they know they already they pass the long journey already and they, that's it they give up and some okay, of them, some of them, I was also super impressed with some of them. Uh, I do have, I told you about the endomorphic things or so. I have one uh, family, uh, which the lady, she knows that actually her, all her sisters and mother, they are all big size. She's a bit yep. of overweight. She came asking for surgery as prophylaxis. I told I mean, you know, she, she doesn't want to reach to that level like her other siblings. And right. I told him, okay, we cannot do that because you are okay, not okay. qualified in that. She does, she's an overweight, but she wasn't qualified yes. for surgery. But I, I mean, see. that she, she, she is very concerned about her weight. And that lady, she's hiking or whatever. She said, if I stop hiking, I stop exercise, I will gain weight very short. So you see, we right. have two types of categories. Some people that are really low awareness is very high. Some people that are in, in their, what we call denial stages. But you have to right. understand also, um, something that we cannot blame people also because obesity is the disease of the low socioeconomic class people as well because that type right. of food. So it is the two extreme, the two rich, the two poor. The two rich, they mm -hmm. have the plenty of food or whatever. The two poor because the quality of food is very bad.
So, it's, so and sometimes we cannot push the patient too hard as well. Yeah. So okay. So how does okay? So how does one person? All right. Okay. Let's say for example, if I have a friend who is a little bit overweight. Mm. How or how should one approach that person and kind of give them advice? Like, hey man, you better watch your weight and stuff like that. You know, because sometimes people, right, when you say that, hey, you put on weight, uh, they straight away be like very shy, or like you don't want. How should they be? I mean, I mean, okay, maybe it's not right for people to go say, hey, you put on weight. Uh. I think like you know, mainly what should be done. What else do we need in this society to educate people about how bad it is to be overweight? Okay. That's what we need. Somebody like you, Jenny. I mean, you got, <laughs> you got, you can convey the message. Understand? Uh, now, this is a very sensitive issue. You are definitely right. It's a very sensitive yeah. issue, and and sometimes the people uh, they not only in their denial they can be very aggressive. But I think the yes. only way, which is the safest way, is to go in a reverse psychology, and meaning of that, you just loop around, uh, give them different stories. Um, I mm-hmm. have a patient of mine who actually had a surgery and, and uh, she is very happy with the outcome. And she sent right. me a picture of somebody who's very big and he is trying to climb the car. He couldn't car, just normal car. It's not like I'm a stairs. He just wants to go to the car. Oh. He couldn't. She said, doctor, what shall I do? How can I go and talk to that person? I told mm-hmm. you are the, the best person to go to talk to because you pass through this, you know? So yes, some people, yes. they have the authority to do that because she can go, hey, I want to tell you, I, have, I was obese and I did the surgery. Now look at me, how I look like. That's a, you, right. There is no, 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 no problem with that. Some people like, you know, who are vocal people like yourself, you, have, you can convey the messages, but it's yep. always uh, the respect issue is there because it's a very sensitive issue. We cannot, hey, yeah. hey bro, hey, you look very obese. How are you? What's happened? I, this is very common sense. Um, and, but the people, they don't understand how this affects the person himself or herself. I do have mm-hmm. a lot of people, they go to psychological depression, they start to be antisocial. Uh, mother, she yeah. came, doctor, please help my daughter. She stopped going out. She's not taking pictures with her cousins. Uh, during mm-hmm. Raya, she doesn't want to go out whatsoever. Yeah. It, it can uh, super major uh, depression, you know. Uh, they have yeah. uh, all this anxiety and all these things. So sometimes you have to show them that the good part of life, okay? No need to tell right, them, right. Hey, you know, that day I went to this one uh, with exercise. Hey, I feel so good about it. Hey, why don't you try to come mm. with us? Um, uh, you know, even, you know, with you, you can actually help you to do this. But each person have their own approach. But right. nevertheless, we don't tell them, if you are obese, you're going to die, go and die. You cannot. You cannot do oh. that. Okay, we cannot. Okay, of course not. Of course, not. of course not. They are. I'm telling you. They, they are. are mm-hmm. And even there are some doctors, actually, they can mm-hmm. treat the patient in that way. And I do oh, have wow. a patient, I'm telling you, I do have a patient who she was 160 kilos and she went mm-hmm. to see one doctor regarding this weight things and the doctor scolded her because she cannot control her diet and whatsoever. And he scolded right. her very badly, and, and she was very, very bad. She locked herself in her room for two years. And when she came oh. and saw me, she was already 190 kilo. She gained 30 oh kilo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So sometimes those people are very fragile. We need to treat them like babies. You know, I, I literally like a baby. So we need to get good approach with them. But it's just yeah, at the same time also, we don't want those people who fight against the good people, which I mean a lot of people who are in the overweight and the obesity, they are fighting. Yeah. What the problem being obese? It's not a problem. Yeah. I look good. I they're look very, uh, awesome. Yeah. I, they're, that's not my 
That's not right. Maybe because they, you know they're they're very confident. It's like you know what I am confident. You know, uh, don't look down on me just because I'm overweight and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, this is my life. This is my decision. So I, I mean, yes, we do respect that, but obviously, it is more recommended to be in a. I would say it's not lose weight. It's be on the healthy weight range of your body's, uh, you know, needs and stuff like that, lah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Right. Very. Very, 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 very interesting. I guess, like you know, for me, like I, I wouldn't lie because when I was young, I was fat, uh, and and you know, it really affected me a lot because you see, uh, as a young child, uh, who was about standard six, right, standard five, right, when I was fat, I was always sidelined. All the girls will always make fun of me because I'm fat. They were always you. Then you will automatically think like, oh, you know, in order for you to be socially accepted, you need to be thin, mm-hmm. and in the, and the more you you want to hit for that goal you will never get it because there will be something that kind of hinders you from reaching that goal and sometimes you're doing it wrongly like sometimes uh, I remember I didn't eat from morning to night and and when you said and just as you said just now if you starve yourself the whole entire day your body basically goes into you know storage mode and then you're not losing weight properly and stuff like that but I think like for me, uh, what, what happened was when I went to high school, I started getting really active into sports, badminton, basketball, uh, not football because I cannot play football. You know, I cannot kick for to save my life <laughs> <laughs> and running and stuff like that. And I, I realized that, you know, I, I was able to kind of like be fit and I lost a lot of weight then, I remember. Yeah. Then, you know, college, I, I came to college and I came out to work and I put on weight again. But now I'm getting back into exercise again. But I, I never too late. to be honest, never too yeah, late, it is, never, yes. Never too late. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Late. It is It is never too late. And if, if when I saw my friend who was really overweight, obese, okay, I mean, yes, he really admitted he was obese. It took him two years, two years to get down to a weight that was normal. There is, Two years. There is very famous uh, European lady, Masale. Mm-hmm. Now she is in her 80s. She mm-hmm. is just a piece of muscles. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. She is just like 80 years old. I'm talking 80 years old. She does all this type of very aggressive or challenging type of exercises and she, at yep. the age of 80. And she started wow. her journey when she was in her 40s. She started, oh, wow. yes. Okay. Yes. So never too okay. late. Never too late. Yeah. Okay. So doctor, I want to ask one more thing. Okay. When 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 let's say an overweight person starts their journey into weight loss, right? Uh, I need to ask this because okay, what is a healthy way to lose weight? Because some people uh can boast suddenly, like, oh my god, in one month I lost ten kilos. Is that a healthy way? Is that a healthy amount to lose uh, in one month? Okay, you know, in a day. Like, yeah. Okay. The number may be scary that we can talk about ten kilos in one month. Like, oh, that's a lot. But basically, the more you have weight, then that ten kilo is nothing actually. If you have, a, oh. if you have a fifty kilos and you lose ten kilos, this is nothing actually. But if you have only like ten or twelve kilos and you lost ten kilos in one month, that is actually uh, that's not healthy. And what's what's a healthy range to lose like in a week or like, what's 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 good progress? Do you lose one kilo a week or do you lose like? Okay, half, let's say let's say for example, kilo. when we talk about weight loss. In bariatric, we take it over 18 months. This is one year and a half, okay? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and we will talk about in the, let's say, for example, if the good way of weight loss, if you are in obesity class one, for example, because mm-hmm. there are all numbers, a lot of numbers and percentage, it's good to lose around like between six to seven percent in one month time. So now how much is that is actually you have to go back to it. I, I'll give you an example. If you have a, a matter of, 
15 kilo or 20 kilo, yep. it will go, it's okay if you lose between, let's say, four to five kilos, that's all, a in month. one month, a month, yes. Okay, okay, okay? understand. Understand. Okay, now, in, in order when you said, okay, your question, which is a very good question, what is the healthy way of losing weight? Now we go back yep. to the same principle, please don't cut your food, eat, Okay. but eat it proper, all right? The portion, okay. make it smaller, okay? Avoid the thing that will stay long in your body. These are, I'm not talking as a, a doctor, I'm talking about normal layman, so everybody can understand that, okay? Yeah. Don't eat type of food that can stay longer in your body. The more okay. oily, the more will take longer time of your body. The more uh. it is fried food, the more it will take a lot of your metabolism process. Hmm. Uh, this is where <laughs> the nice food is. <laughs> Come and go and go. You're living in Malaysia where you go to Penang. I know, I know, I know. But, but you, okay, balance, balance. Okay, I mean, okay, okay. everything you do, what you do, you reward yourself, okay? That means you do okay. it over, let's say, for example, one week, okay? One right. week, you have one day, you can bluff up whatever you want to do. It's okay, fine, fair enough for you, okay? Okay. But... There, there are some methods also to to make you also lose weight. Okay. okay. Um, first and first most is actually, as we said, regular meal or whatever. But if you want to take care of, that should be your dinner. Dinner, okay. dinner is the killer because the lighter you are when you sleep, the better your metabolism. Okay. And I in see. All, yes, but the problem is when you say, for example, you are busy, 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 busy during the day. Yeah. Then you have the yes. time only to eat by six, seven o'clock. Then you boom, hit it up. That's the biggest mistake. You will oh. never lose weight because you know why? I see. Okay, this will change the whole body metabolism and will change the whole okay. body language. You have to eat mm -hmm. bigger and smaller and smaller. If you do the other way around, that your body composition also would be, you have more fat down, less muscle up. I see. If you eat properly, you will have more muscle up, less fat down, which everybody wants okay, that. You okay. want to be muscular, flat, abdomen, everybody wants that, isn't it? I'm 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 actually glad you said that. Okay, then yeah. So <laughs> am I touching on to, the nerve? Am I touching the nerve? What? <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. Because <laughs> like every time, every time, like you know, when when what you just said kind of relates to me because like every time I'm busy, right? It's like meeting, meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. Okay, maybe I eat a biscuit here. Maybe like four o'clock, I'll just eat like one something. Then after dinner, ha ha, you know. <laughs> Oh, okay. That 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 really okay. okay so all right, it, all right. Like everybody said, okay. Oh, I'm rushing in the morning. Our server. If you you have to think like that. If you got a time of your life to spend it of seven eight hours in your work, you don't mm -hmm. care about having like fifteen minutes of your breakfast. How I important see. is that? And if you are somebody who is rushing, I sometimes because let's say I take much. Um, uh, uh, I take uh, what you call half boiled egg or something like that. If yeah. I don't have yeah. the time to do that in the morning, I'll prepare it at night. So morning, I'll just prepare it. That's it. I'll take it while okay. I'm preparing my coffee because half of my breakfast will be made. Sometimes I'm rushing, I'll, I'll take it in the car. And I see. I see. another advice for anybody who wants to lose weight, you need to understand how much you are taking and how much body you are needs. Then this is not the BMI. This is the BMR, basic okay. metabolic requirement. Everybody can do that. You just open on the online BMR calculator. So that will tell right. you you need how many calories you need 
in order to maintain your weight. Okay, so let's say right. for example, okay. for genie boy, this height, this weight, in order to maintain that weight, you need to eat this amount of calories, okay? I if see. you gonna reduce 500 calories from that calories that you calculate, you're gonna lose 0.45 kg per week. Simply I see. Like it's that. a calorie calorie deficit uh, method. Lah. Yeah, but the calorie deficit is actually have to come always with regular uh, con- uh, meal as well. That's okay, mean, regular the, meal. The, 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 and, ex- the, exercise, and exercise and exercise as yeah, well. Yeah, exercise, this is normal. We are talking about food per se. So you're, you, okay. when you do the deficit, so sometimes what they do, they misunderstood the whole idea of the, the deficit. So the deficit, what they would mm-hmm. do, they deficit the whole carbs. They, they go for keto diet and all these things. No wrong to have keto diet, but you have to understand if you do the keto diet, basically you are yep. devoiding yourself from all the carbs and that carbs will take a lot of the storage. Where is your storage of? Is either will be, yes, good in the belly. Yes, that's true. But you have some of the storage okay. in your liver. And this is people oh. when they earn, when they gain weight, they will have fatty liver because fat will go in the liver. And there you have all the transporter for the proteins in the body. You have all the mm-hmm. iron is there. Then you have all mm-hmm. the clotting factors for the blood. These are all the liver. So basically, in somehow not considered so healthy and that's why okay some of my patients when they ask for intermittent fasting or keto diet yeah they are looking for it it's okay fine i allow them but not for a long time i see now. okay that's uh, that's okay. it's good to know <laughs> can, you, can you imagine for the lady after she deliver a baby she need yeah. two years to replenish the iron storage in her liver two years oh, wow. from simple okay. pregnancy and this is how sensitive our body in the storage of all these uh, uh, vitamins and minerals, which is basically important okay. in any other part of your functions also. So we cannot just simply, come on, come on, let's do diet, let's do diet. It doesn't work okay. like that. It's not so complex okay. and it is not so easy as well. But the simple right. concept is take your meal regularly, make sure food have all the components of it, the carbohydrates yes. and, and the vegetables. Awesome, awesome, mm-hmm. doctor! It, it it has been a very, very uh, insightful morning today. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I had this conversation with you. Uh, make sure you, know, you go learned, and take your breakfast about... after that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but before before we end this conversation, was it, uh, you know what would you like to advise uh, to anybody out there who's actually uh, going or struggling through obesity? Okay, um, a, a very simple thing. Um, number one, love yourself. If you really love mm-hmm. yourself, then this is the time for you to think of your health in a different way. Our concept is actually, we don't look to the body shape. There is no one good in that shape and no one is bad in that shape. Everybody look pretty and beautiful, all right? But yeah. if you really love your body and you live want to live healthy, then you have to actually to eat healthy as well, okay? Right. Uh, weight gain is uh, an, a global issue. Uh, we used to yep. call it a global obesity. Now we have a new concept. We call it globicity. So the whole world mm-hmm. is actually obese. But this is actually came from our lifestyle. We are overwhelmed with work, work and everything. But you have to understand to keep going on, then you have to maintain a good health. Good health has come from a very healthy weight as well. Uh, you love right. yourself. Awesome. Okay. Enjoy your food. Enjoy exercise as well. There will always there will be a cheating day. There will be always a reward yep. time, but not every day. Think of it in awesome. a very simple way. 
Awesome. Doctor, yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much. Jenny, and uh, you know, very nice uh, to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very nice to meet you. And uh, remember, you know, uh, if you guys have any struggles, um, it's, o- it's always okay to consult your doctor. Um, of course, you can uh, always consult Dr. Mustafa over here. And, uh, you know, uh, remember, you can always, always see the light at the end of the tunnel and overcome the problem of obesity. Yeah. Thank you so much, doctor. All right. I'll Thank speak you to very you next much. Time. Thank you.